one. All right, what is up, everyone? This is Primetime Kansas City, and on today's episode, we will be talking about the new number one seed in the AFC. As of right now, the AFC runs through Kansas City. Never thought I would say that back in October. We'll also talk about the Chiefs Chargers. We'll get into some Week 15 games, talk about the COVID outbreak going on in Kansas City, preview uh, Week 16 games, give you our luck of the weeks, have race for the 10th seed, you know, all that and so much more. Let's get into it. Chiefs, Chargers, 34-28 Chiefs. Jackson, I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah, we don't have John on today's episode. John's out due to an illness, non-COVID related. I'm joking. I just wanted mm-hmm. to make it sound like a injury report. John's fine. Yeah. But, no. Chiefs, Chargers, 34-28 Chiefs. When I look at that game... Down 14 to 10 going to half. I'm like, there's no way we're winning this game. What were your thoughts going into half? Actually, like going into half, I was pretty uh, pretty happy, pretty op- optimistic because of the goal line stand that they had right before the half. Um, you look at that, and they really should have been down 11 if Jared Cook could catch, but he didn't. So then on the next two plays, they're not able to convert. Brandon Staley stays aggressive, uh, doesn't pay off. And so, you know, I think you get that big stop at the end of the first half. And I just felt like all the momentum was Kansas City's in Kansas City's favor. Um, and now the second half, they didn't necessarily come out and play uh, particularly well early in the third quarter off of that momentum. But, uh, yeah, you know, I thought going into half, they should have been a lot worse and they weren't. So I was actually kind of thrilled with how it went. Yeah. Going coming out of half, Chiefs didn't look the best. Um, Mahomes, I forget what quarter it was. It was the fourth quarter where he had the bad throw to Nicole Hardman. Yeah. Um, third quarter there really wasn't. It was fourth quarter. Patrick Mahomes in the final ten minutes and like fifteen seconds was ten of thirteen, one hundred and ninety-seven yards passing, and what, like two touchdowns or three touchdowns? Yeah, and it it just makes you think. I mean. Are they better up tempo? Is that is that the situation? Because they, for most of that game, could move the ball, but they just couldn't cash in. They were either getting a few first downs and having to punt, or they were not converting on a fourth down like they did, it, or settling for field goals. It was just interesting that once they started going up tempo, that's kind of when things became unstoppable. Um, maybe it's because... Guys like Derwin James and some other Chargers defenders were, you know, having to sit out. They were gassed at the end of the game. But, yeah, I mean, it is an interesting look that, you know, for the entire game, they kind of struggled on offense. And then in those last three drives, they were just – they couldn't be stopped. Yeah, and, like, those last three drives that they had, they really didn't do any long gun plays. It was all still, like, not short checkdowns, but, like, 7- to 12-yard passes that would just – turn into something and we saw that with Kelsey's touchdown reception I know Mahomes had that long run in the pass to Tyreek Hill but like the only play that sticks out to me in the fourth quarter in overtime is of course the touchdown to Travis Kelsey but like there wasn't that long like sparkly play that 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 we're used to seeing with Mahomes putting up those kinds of numbers and I think he's starting to adjust to that and that's something big going into this playoffs and down to these last few games is that Mahomes needs to understand it's okay to not pass long and just know that those plays can still develop into something that we've been used to see. And I think we started seeing that in the fourth quarter and especially in overtime. 
Yeah. I think they're definitely adjusting to the coverages that they've been seeing. I'd still like to see. I know I understand in this game it was kind of a different circumstance because they were behind. But I would like to see them run the football more. I felt like they still could have ran the ball more. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I feel like the offense is getting a little more comfortable. I think more than anything, that offensive line is finally getting comfortable within themselves. Um, you know, they've been solid all season, but I think you're seeing them now honestly playing their best football of the season, which is obviously a big deal for the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, I think, you know, it's still – there's still flaws. Mahomes still has some issues mechanically. He still has some mistakes that he's been making. But uh, overall, I think the Chiefs' offense is headed in the right direction. Yeah, so we go to 10-4, Chargers go to 8-6. and six. This was the biggest game in five years, like Mitch Holtz has said on that game-winning touchdown to Travis Kelsey. You lose, you're not going to win the division. You're playing on the road in the wild card. But instead, yeah. three days later, they're the one seed in the AFC, and we're sitting at top. The AFC runs through Kansas City as of now. They have a bye. That was a mm-hmm. very good Chiefs performance that we've been used to seeing in the past two to three years where it matters most, they actually show up because at the beginning of this year, when it mattered most, they did not show up. So I think that was just good to see and uh, a little relieving to see that this Chiefs team can still give us those moments. But I don't really have any much more to the Chiefs Chargers game. It's the podcast is going to be short with only two people. So we try to give you as much depth as we can, I guess. Yeah. Do you have anything else I think- to add? I, I'd just say, uh, heading into January, uh, into the postseason, I think the Chief, the Chargers are the biggest threat to the Chiefs. Not just necessarily because they've played them tough twice, but because I think they're just overall the second-best team in the AFC. And they have the second-best quarterback in the AFC. So I think if you're really looking at who do you want to avoid in January, I think it is the Chargers. I would have to disagree. There's a team... That we'll talk about. And to be honest, they're up next. Colts, Patriots. I don't want to play the Colts. You see, there's a difference with this one. And this is a different reason why you don't want to play the Colts. is because they can run the hell out of the football and keep Mahomes on the sideline. That's the big issue with uh, the Colts. Why I don't fear them is because Carson Wentz is a liability. He can make a few good plays. You know, whenever things are rolling, whenever the run game is rolling, he looks comfortable. But he really hasn't won the Colts many games this year. He's just not lost them games. Oh no, this year. there's a there's a step when Carson wins those under thirty five passing attempts. The Colts are eight and one. When he throws over it, they're zero and five. Yeah, so. and I mean on and on that game versus New England, he had fifty eight passing yards. Like I think the Colts are a very good team defensively. They're pretty solid run game wise. They could give the Chiefs trouble, and I agree. Uh, they're another team that I really wouldn't want to see if I were the Chiefs, but. Herbert is the main thing. Like, I just don't want to see Herbert again. I don't want to see Herbert again. And the way that the Chargers season finishes, I want to say they they finish their last three games. Two of the last three are divisional opponents, I want to say. And they the got the- a – yeah, they play Denver. Uh, and I know they get the Raiders. I think they're done with the Chargers. So – all right, no, you're talking about the Chargers. I, yeah, they're, they're done with the Chiefs. They have the Chargers Raiders here. and Chargers. It goes Texans, yeah. Broncos, Raiders. They should go three and zero. I don't see the charge. I see the should, Chargers should. getting to the fifth seed. You're you're talking about with not counting the Texans. You're talking about two teams in the 
Broncos and the Raiders who are going to be playing for the postseason. They're going to be playing for a spot, so neither of those games are going to be easy. And to be on honest, top of that, they've already lost to the Broncos. So and the Raiders. Yeah, it's not well. No, they beat the Raiders. They uh, did. So it, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see. I wouldn't slot them in to be, you know, I would not slot them in to go three zero in that stretch. Uh, they've got two teams in those last two weeks that are going to really be fighting to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. I don't know. As long as the Chargers aren't the sixth seed, I'm I'm fine with that. Or the seventh seed. Sorry, the seventh seed. But moving on, Patriots Colts twenty seven seventeen. Colts. This was kind of a game where it was like, to be honest, I expected the Colts to win. I didn't expect the Patriots to win, and I expected Max Jones' rookiness, I guess you could say, to show up, and it did. He didn't perform in the big time moments, and that's that's okay. He's a rookie. The fact that he has this yeah. Patriots team at nine and five is still really impressive, and I think that's why we're going to see him win Offensive Rookie of the Year. But when you look at this Colts team, you have second year running back Jonathan Taylor, you have second year wide receiver Michael Pittman, you have I don't even know. You have a veteran quarterback in Carson Wentz, a veteran wide receiver in T.Y. Hilton, and a top 10 defense. Like, this Colts team is easily more experienced and more prepared, I feel like, against the Patriots if you take out Bill Belichick. So, this wasn't really a shock to me. Was it a shock to you that the Colts beat the Patriots pretty good? It could, it should have been 27-10. to 10. Uh, You know, I, I do think that it is, I guess, a tad shocking. Anytime Belichick loses off of a bye week, you expect Belichick teams to win off of a bye. But the Colts were also off of a bye week, so it's kind of that, well, you know, if you're facing two teams off a of bye, that you kind of lose the advantage of the bye week. Um, you know, I expected the Colts to at least compete in this game. I expected this to be a very close game at home. You know, I figured versus a rookie quarterback that they honestly could win this game, and they did. Uh, so, you know, I wasn't surprised. Uh, I still think even playing field, New England's a better team. I would still say that. But I don't know. I, I also would say that Mac Jones, I would trust more in a big situation than Carson Wentz. So we'll see down the line. I still think New England's a better team. That was basically what I'm trying to say there. Yeah. I don't really have much to that game, so we'll just keep going on. Going on is Titans-Steelers, 13-19. Steelers come up clutch for the Chiefs, give the Chiefs the one seed. Ryan and T- Ryan Tannehill had what, like eighty-five passing yards, something like that. Yeah, I mean they just don't have any other guys. AJ no. Brown's out, Julio's out. Uh, I don't even know who else they have at receiver. Derrick Henry's obviously out. He, obviously, he was due for a regression. I mean, when, when you're going to lose all those pieces, you're going to regress, and he has. So, yeah, the when, Titans, you know, it's tough. They when they're healthy, they're a pretty solid team. They're a dynamic offense. We saw that when we played them. Uh, but in their current state, they're kind of asking Tannehill to win games with practice squad guys, and that's something like a Mahomes, a Brady, a Rodgers, that's what they do. That's not what a Tannehill does. So, you know, it's tough for Tennessee right now. When you look at this Titans team, is this a team that you think that the Chiefs could run through, I guess you would say, or do you think it will be another close game with or without Derrick Henry? Well, I think in their current state, I think they would blow them, the Chiefs could blow them out just like they got blown out earlier in the season. You're telling me no uh, A.J. Brown, no Julio, no Derrick Henry. Like, I would take that in a heartbeat. I think the Chiefs, I mean, what offense do they have at that point? So I think well, in their current AJ state. A.J. Brown's going to, I'm talking, like, playoffs is what? They would meet up in four, four to five weeks. I think they'll have 
AJ Brown back, and Derrick Henry's aiming for a Week 18 return. So like, we'll see. I mean, again, even when those guys get back, how healthy are they? Is going to be a good the question. Point. I mean, when Nobody you look knows. at it now, I think the Falcons won the trade. Julio Jones has played in what five games and has zero touchdowns, and they got a second I mean, round pick, and they didn't have to pay him. You know, Julio, his days are done. I, I was talking to some other people about this. I wouldn't be surprised if he retired, if this was it. Yeah, if I would agree. This season he's done. Just because, like, he has physically been just destroyed the last few seasons yeah. to the point to where I just think he might just be done with it. I just feel like he's frustrated at this point. Yep. All right. Panthers, Bills, 31-14. Bills, Bills get back on their winning ways. Texan Jacks, 30-16. to Do we want to talk about Urban Meyer? Um, I mean, I will ask this question. Is Trevor Lawrence fixable at this point? Did Urban Meyer kill him? Like, I feel like you teach someone bad habits earlier in their career, it's kind of hard to shake. I'm not saying he can't, but man, is there going to be a tough situation? They've kind of butchered that situation to this point. And it wasn't really hard to tell that the Urban Meyer thing wasn't going to work when you consider... One of his first moves was drafting a running back in the first round when he had an 1,000-yard running back on his team already. Then he brings in Tim Tebow. Then he brings in, like, this offensive coordinator that had, like, tons of problems in college uh, with off-the-field stuff. So, like, it just kind of wasn't surprising to me. I just hope that whoever they get next, and please, please, please make sure it's not some bozo like Dabo Sweeney. Please make sure it's an actually Oh, I don't think they're going college coaches anymore. I'd hope not, and I think there's an obvious guy for them to go get. It's Green Bay offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. Why not go get him? He has been dynamic. He was in Jacksonville before. Like Get him, or if not, get Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator in Tampa. He was the quarterback of the Jags back in the day. Eric like, Bien-Aimé? I don't know. I mean, if they weren't convinced enough to hire Bien-Aimé over Urban Meyer, that do you think true. they're going to hire him now? Like, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, that's I just, the one thing I do want to know. It's like, what does Urban Meyer – or? Eric Bieniemy showing teams that they don't want to hire him. Like there's there's something. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it yeah the Jaguars. I just hope that they don't butcher Trevor Lawrence because it'd just be so unfortunate. Looks like they're gonna get the number one pick again, which yep. would I don't even remember the last time a team got the number one pick back to back years. And I the guess funny Cleveland thing did. is, it was the Jags' first time getting the number one pick last year, so. Oh, they're gonna get it twice now, unless up, unless I mean they do. We'll get into that later. Sorry. Next no, we'll up, get into it later. Uh, Cowboys, Giants, 21-6. Cowboys, Cardinals, Lions, 30-12, to Lions. Plain and simple, the Lions Ooh. bit the Cardinals' kneecaps off. Well, we can finally put a, a fork in the Kingsbury Coach of the Year conversation. That's gone. Yep. That should I thought really I never have really been a thing. Well, but... Bill Belichick's the favorite right now, I think. There's a pretty clear and obvious favorite, but they won't admit it. But that's what neither here nor there. They're going to probably give it to Bill. But Who that's do you think whatever. deserves it? LaFleur. What, I mean, you talk about the offseason from hell, the distractions that team had with Rodgers, and being able to come into this year and get all of that out of there. They have the best record in the NFL. I just feel like he never gets credit. They went 13-3 and three his first two seasons, and he wasn't even top three in coach of the year. Like, what does he have to do? Well, I will say this. I don't think you really want to win coach of the year because in 
two of the or last, MVP and two of the, the last three years live. Coaches and teams have digressed. The only team that hasn't is Baltimore with John Harbaugh, but and they've just been hurt. But yeah, yeah I no. mean, you look at it. Matt Nagy's probably going to get fired. 2016, Jason yeah. Garrett fired. Ron Rivera fired. Bruce Arians with the Cardinals fired. Ron Rivera fired. Like, I don't really think it's a good thing to win Coach of the Year, so I wouldn't cry about it. Well, they really just, honestly, the reason that these guys always get fired is because they never give Coach of the Year to the obvious guys, like Andy Reid or Bill Belichick. Yeah. Hey, those guys should be winning it every year. Like, that's Well, I think it's pretty much like once you win it, it's like, all right. We get you're a good coach. We don't need to keep giving you this. Pretty much. That, that award is mostly for like first year head coaches. That oh, no, it is. Or, it's pretty much newcomer of the year. Which is why I'm still so confused. As in LaFleur's first season as head coach, they go 13 and 3, and he wasn't top wasn't three. Wasn't that coach when year, but... Harbaugh went 14 and 2? Yeah, but not top three as a first year head coach? Like, that was baffling to me, but that's neither here nor there. All right, next up. Jets, Dolphins, 31-24. Dolphins, Dolphins are now seven winners of seven in a row, I believe. Six in a row, yeah. Six in a row. Bengals, Broncos, 15-10. Prayers go up to Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, 15-10 Bengals, sorry. 49ers, Falcons, 31-13. Thought this game was going to be a little closer. It wasn't. Packers, Ravens, 31-30. Jackson, did this scare you that this was this close of a game even when the Ravens don't have Lamar Jackson? Not necessarily because Huntley's really not that bad. Like, <laughs> that's Huntley what I was going to say. Huntley's pretty good. Like, I don't think that that's the problem. Like, the Baltimore offense runs the exact same through Huntley as they did through Lamar. They were run, they were calling the same stuff. And you kind of had to deal with the same problems outside of Lamar's just quicker. Um, you know, the Packers had this game handled. It was 31-17, like six minutes left. And they nearly lost it. That's the only thing. That's the problem was... They really got conservative at the end on defense, and that just never works out. As John has said, prevent defense is really, really dumb. I don't know why people do it, but that's, you know, for whatever. Um, what did you think of the decision to go for two? Do you agree with it? I agree with it because uh, I do think the Packers probably would have won in overtime. I think you had to be risky with the Ravens, with the situation they were in. I don't agree with the play call, though. Yeah, that's what a lot of people have been saying. It's the third straight week, though, a two-point decision yeah. has really lost the Ravens a game, which, I mean, that's fine. Like, oh, you're a player's coach. Like, you let the players, you know, you know, play, and you let them make their decisions, and you let them win the game for you or lose the game for you. But at some point, I mean, I just feel like you have the most automatic kicker in football. Like, take the points. Yeah, I mean, but at the beginning of the year, it was working well for the Ravens. John Harbaugh asked Lamar with if the he Chargers. wanted Yeah, John Harbaugh would be asking – you want to go for it on fourth down against the Chiefs to win it. And, of course, Lamar's going to say yes. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. You win some and you lose some. And he, he's yeah, been losing them recently. Right. Next yeah. up, and, Saints uh, Bucks yeah. 9-0. What on his third ever shot, shutout. Um, it's almost like when you take away the God Squad offense, Tom Brady isn't that good. Like, wow. It's, it's a miracle that when you take away, like, three all pros, he's all of a sudden not the best in the league. Like, come on. It's so obvious that that dude is a product of the people around him. And Tampa's, I'm not going to rule him out because that dude does deals with the devil. But Tampa is in a tough situation now without Godwin for the rest of the season. Of course, they're letting Antonio Brown come back now because they were saying, well, if Antonio Brown makes one mistake, he's out. Oh, well, Chris Godwin tore his ACL. We're going to forgive him. Like, that's basically what happened. Uh, but, yeah, that was a big loss because 
Green Bay is now in a uh, Green Bay is in I can't think of the phrase I want to do in the driver's seat. Yeah, there you go. To get the number one seed. Yeah. Uh it was an ugly game, but I was so happy watching Tom Brady getting sacked. Oh, not beautiful. making throws. I mean, it, it just put a smile on my face. And then for Brady to be throwing the tablet just made it even better. It was, oh, beautiful. It was, and then I he goes over Brady. to he goes over to their sideline. What's he say? Like, you fucking bitch. Something and like that. Or fuck you, bitch. And he doesn't get flagged for it. But Clyde got flagged for pointing at a defender. Like, okay, this well, league is Tom such did a it joke. when no officials were looking. Who it's looked? just such bullshit. It's just such bullshit. He oh, plays yeah. by different rules. He plays by different rules. This league is fucking... They bend their knee to that guy. Yep. Uh, Raiders, Brown, 16-14. Raiders got a very ugly win. Vikings, Bears, 17-9. Yeah. Bears, or excuse me, Vikings. Terrible bad beat for the... Bears plus seven batters. Mm. It would have been, yeah, there's two ways you could think of that. It would have been a terrible bad beat if you were a Vikings plus, minus seven better. Uh, or, you know, I think I think it ended up all right. The well, Bears, I saw, though, I saw one video. The Bears were inside the 20 yard line like five times and didn't score. Like, that yeah. was the tough. I know. The when I saw part. them inside the red zone many times and going for I'm like, have you not learned that you haven't got it on fourth down? Just get the points because it seems like you're down here every single drive. But no, Don't I saw one dude. Matt Nagy. Don't one, try to argue with the genius Matt Nagy. One dude bet $2 to win 302 that the final score would be 17 to 10. And they didn't kick the extra point. Mm. So. Yeah, they don't have to kick the extra point anymore. So. Nope. And we're recording this an hour and a half before football team Eagles, Seahawks, Rams is on. So we already gave you, yeah. we already gave you picks. Oh, no, we didn't. We didn't give picks. Who you got winning? Uh, I like. The Eagles to win just because Garrett Gilbert is starting for the football team, and I'll take uh, take the Rams. I expect that game to be closer than people expect, though. I like the Eagles as well, and I like the Rams, but I don't think it'll be close. I don't know, man. Division game. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson looks right again. That's the difference. Yeah, he looks like he's healthy again. All right, let's get into Week 16 standings. Are let me pull them up. One second. All right, here we go. Jackson is five nine and one. I'm eight six and one, and John is ten four and one. Yeah, underdog I went of the week. Two last week. Underdog of the week. I don't even remember. It's kind of dead, but we'll we'll keep giving underdog of the weeks. So I'll find the standings. I think I lost my underdog of the week last week. Well, we didn't put them out, so we'll just. That's true. You're five. You didn't and tweet six. them out, Josh. No. How shameful. John didn't even give an underdog of the week, so it would have been just. So he loses. Shit. He just didn't. He just sure. didn't give one, so he loses. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That is fair. I'll go it's back fair. to you underdog give of one. the week. Jackson lost his underdog of the week. I don't. Um, my underdog of the week was Texans, and they won. All right, perfect. So, I believe I'm seven. I'm six and seven. I want to say. Whatever, the fans don't care. Let's go. Well, I care, but no. Uh, week one is, it starts off with Saints, or excuse me, 49ers, Titans, Titans plus three and a half. Oh, this is an ugly number. We are not using 49ers. Bovada, by the way. I have to go 49ers underdog of the week. Like, I have to get that out of the way. And the 49ers the Titans, aren't un- underdog. I thought you just said that the 49ers were plus Titans three and a half. Titans plus three and a half. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, 
I like the 49ers to win this game. I would have taken 49ers underdog of the week. Well, you wouldn't have gotten to take it because I have dibs because I suck. Uh, but, yeah, I do like the 49ers to win this game. It's just the Titans are just so depleted by injury on the offense. Here's your – here's – sorry, I just have to get this out now that I figured it out. Jackson, you're 4-9, Jesus, an underdog of the week. I'm 7-6. and six. John is 6-7. and seven. Sir. All right. I'm taking the 49ers. We don't know who John's taking. John will tweet out his predictions for Lock of the Week and Underdog of the Week. Browns, Packers, yeah. Christmas Day, Packers minus seven. Uh, like Green Bay to win. Pretty much that's all I'm going to leave it at. Uh, I don't know the Browns' COVID situation, how many guys they're going to be getting back by Saturday. Also, don't I know the Packers' that. COVID situation. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling tested positive today, so... Potentially more guys will. I'm just going to leave that one alone. I like the Packers. I think this is going to be a very ugly game, though. I'm thinking like one of those 21 to 17 ugly wins for the Packers. Rodgers is going to break the touchdown record, though, for Green Bay. So that'll be cool. Colts, Cardinals, Cardinals minus one. Yeah. This is where I wish underdog of the week you could do more than three points because I would would easily take the Colts uh, underdog of the week. I'm going to take the Colts to win. Cardinals are broken right now. Uh, offensively, they just don't have an identity. Now that Hopkins is out, they are just not the same. So I like the Colts to go in there and win this game. Let me just write this down real quick. I'm taking Colts plus one, lock of the week. Lock of the week, okay. You've been good at that this year, the close lines. I have. Getting the locks on those, so whatever. All right. Um, next game is Giants-Eagles. Eagles minus 10. I don't even want to touch this game. I'll take Eagles. Uh, Daniel Jones is done for the year, so I guess this is going to be Jake Fromm starting. I, I, yeah, ugh, I'll take Philly. I'll take Philly too. Wait, Jake Fromm starting? Probably. I mean, Mike Glennon got benched in the fourth quarter last true. week, so I, I would assume that they're going to roll a Fromm. That is true. Um, yeah, give me the Eagles. Sorry, I'm just trying to get these predictions in. For the spreadsheet, so then I can get the rest of stuff right. You're five nine and one, I believe. Yeah, you are. All right. Next up is Rams Vikings. Rams minus seven. I didn't look at lines, so that was also my first mistake. Yeah, no, I didn't look at lines either. Um. Yeah. Wow. You know, oh, can't do this. I have to do this. Vikings underdog of the week. Uh, at plus seven. All right, that actually doesn't even matter the number. I'm just taking Vikings underdog of the week to win. Um, you're getting a, you're getting Rams minus seven. Yeah. Where's that at? Says it's the latest odds. Where at though? On what book? Like where from? It says powered by Caesar Sportsbook. <laughs> Caesar Sports on the ESPN app has it Rams minus three. That's what it had as opening line, but latest odds has Rams minus seven. Either way, I'll take Vikings underdog. Yeah, it's still it's, it's still class or qualifies for that. It still counts. Give me one second. All right, there we go. Got you. I like the Rams. Pretty plain and simple. All right, yeah. next up, Bills Patriots. Patriots are minus two and a half. If this was Patriots minus three, I would have taken Bills lock or underdog of the week. Yeah, I actually like Buffalo to win this game. Um, God, it's gonna be ugly, but. I, feel I like will say Bills, this: If Buffalo loses this, they're, they're in, in trouble. They're in trouble. 
Yeah, Buffalo, I feel like Buffalo would have beaten New England without those crazy conditions. So I feel like they're going to this week unless there's more crazy conditions. Yeah. I'm going to go Bills. I but I this is a this is a hard line to pick, but I don't know. I still would have went Bills plus 3 underdog of the week, but I don't know. Give me the Bills. I think it's going to be close. Bucks Panthers Bucks minus uh 11. Yeah, I'll go Bucks lock of the week at minus 11. Um I know it's on the road, but Carolina has just fallen apart completely. Team is terrible. Tampa coming off their most embarrassing performance of the season. I expect them to come back with a lot of motivation. Brady's going to be pissed. So I know. Yeah, I, I feel like, bad for Bucks or Panthers fans. Well, the Panthers are just horrible. Like they might be one of the worst five teams in the league right now. They're just absolutely dreadful. Cam Newton's horrible. So I, I give me Tampa. I know it's a big number, but I think it deserves to be a big number because the Panthers are awful, and Tampa's going to be really pissed off after last week. Yeah, give me. Uh... Bucks as well. It's not that hard to pick. Jags, Jets. Jets minus two and a half. This is what I was talking about earlier when I said the Jags might not get the first pick because this game could potentially ruin that. Um, you get number one pick versus number two pick. Yay, right? Everyone's no. going to be watching? No. I thought the line was... Uh, oh, yeah. That is right. Number. I thought last talking, year. Yeah, I, thought, about, yeah. I thought you were talking about this year. I'm like, no, nah, not yet. Uh, no, Wilson versus Lawrence in the loser bowl. I have to stick with the Jets here, right? I have to take the Jets here. I'm taking the Jets to win this game. I also think the Jets are just a better football team than the Jaguars. All right. I'm taking I'm taking the Jaguars. I knew you wouldn't take the Jets. I knew you wouldn't. No, I was really thinking about taking the Jets. Like I knew you I am not even like not even cuz of Zach Wilson. Uh, no, I know how it is. I no, I think I truly do think the Jags will win this game. But I was thinking about taking the Jets. I want that to be known. Lions, Falcons, Falcons minus four. Opening line was minus six and a half. Yeah, uh, I like the Falcons here quite a bit. Lions have done this thing this season where one week they're really good, one week they're really shit, and they're due for their shit week. So I like the Falcons here. Give me Lions underdog of the week. Wow. We're going for a two-game win streak. Yes. I don't know if they're capable of that. I don't either. But when you look at it, there's really no more games I really now like. Now it's locked in, right? Because you said it? Yeah. Well, Goff's not playing, so. What? Uh, he's got COVID, so. When did Oof. this come out? Yesterday. So, suck it. That's in. Too late. You get Tim Boyle. Good. Yeah, good. Well, that's weird. It, they opened the line at Falcons minus six and a half. Now it's Falcons minus four, so. I wonder if the... <laughs> I think Goff is not playing is better for the Falcon or for the Lions. Next nah, up, that's Chargers Texans Texans or excuse me, Chargers minus nine. Yeah, I'll take the Chargers. That's a pretty big number. I actually do give the Texans credit. They're at least still playing pretty hard to end the season when they have nothing to play for. And Davis Mills, not even gonna lie, has been the second best rookie quarterback. That's not even exaggerating. Outside of Mac Jones, he's impressed me more than any of them. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I got it's, nothing. I mean, how are you gonna? I mean, the other guys just keep turning the ball over like it's nothing. So yeah, I mean, give not, me the Chargers. Not, not con- yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Nothing, nothing. Go ahead. Give me the Chargers. I like the Chargers in this game. Bounce back. Ravens, Bengals. I wish this was Sunday Night Football, not 
whatever the hell it is. I think it's football team Cowboys. But I go with the Bengals. Bengals minus two and a half. The Bengals are just healthier. That's what it really comes down to. And they beat the crap out of them earlier in the season. Um, This is pretty much their first place, by the way. Oh, it is, 100%. Lamar is not right, even if he comes back. He's still going to be hurt. And he hasn't been right. You know, he's been turning the football over at a rate that he never had. Um, And they're just decimated everywhere by injuries. The secondary has a bunch of backups. I I don't know. I I think the Bengals win a very close and tight game. I think the Bengals win. I I agree. I'd say close game. I think that they are close. I will say this: the Baltimore is two and zero against the spread as an underdog on the road. Interesting. Bears Seahawks Seahawks minus seven. That's a big number, and I I'm gonna take Seahawks to win. I think it's closer than that. I mean, you got to think Seattle plays tonight. They're getting. I guess the Bears played last night, so both are going to be on shorter weeks. But, yeah, at home, Seattle, the Bears' offense is just terrible. Nagy is just terrible, so I have to take Seattle here. Yeah. Uh, give me Seattle. Uh, no, screw it. Give me Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields. He's gonna... I knew you were going to do that. You suck his dick like I suck Zach Wilson's dick. Justin Fields has been shit. He has you... been. I'll admit it. He has been crap. But I said, give me Seahawks at first. And I was like, no, screw it. Like, it wasn't because of Justin Fields. You just said you like Justin Fields. That's well, why you he... did it. No. Yes, that's exactly. If I guarantee you. All right, screw if... it. Give me Seahawks. Yeah, there you go. I've talked to you out of your Justin Fields bullshit. No, it's not. No, David Montgomery, one hell of a running back. Mm, yeah, totally. Steelers Chiefs. Chiefs minus nine and a half. We're not going to let anyone pick this as an underdog of the week or lock of the week, a.k.a. John. Chiefs are dealing yeah. with COVID. Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Nick Bolton, Harrison Butker, Blake Bell, Lucas Niang. You name it, they're probably on the list. Gonna, if Do you think get... this game is played on Sunday is my first question. It depends on how bad the rest of the week goes for COVID with the Chiefs. I think if they – have more than five more players test positive, maybe they'll move this. I think if nobody else tests positive or if like one or two guys test positive, they'll probably play this. Um, I, You know, it's going to be tough because Kelsey and Hill are like the entire offense right now. But I do think there's a chance you could get Kelsey on Sunday. He just has to test negative once now with the new NFL protocol. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Hope this fuck Elliot Fry can kick, though, because Butker cannot play. He is unvaccinated, and he will not be back until next Friday. Yeah. So, yeah. Who do you got winning? Yeah, I mean, I still think the Chiefs can win this game. I think the reason is because they're not going to have to score a ton of points. I think that the Steelers' offense at max will probably get 20. So, it's like I just think the Chiefs are going to be able to find a way to win this game. Well, that Pittsburgh defense is really nice. They're a really good team. Uh, on on the defensive side of the football. So it will be tough, but I do think the Chiefs are able to overcome it and get a tough, probably a low-scoring win. If Not as if Hill and Kelsey can't go. Yeah, I'm assuming Hill's not going to be able to play since he was put on the list Wednesday. I don't know if he tested positive for COVID, because if he did, then he's probably well, out. He was put, well, he, was put, he put his butt on it today, which is Tuesday, so technically Oh, yeah, today's Wednesday, Tuesday, but... not Wednesday. But... Yeah. No, uh, give me the Chiefs. I kind of agree with that, but 
But I think it's even going to be lower. I'm seeing like a 17 to 13 kind of win. Mahomes will find a way to do it if he's really it's all that. Like we just have we just have to hope he's able to. I yeah. Mean, the way this is yeah, we have to hope that he yeah. We have to hope that Mahomes is playing. I mean, do you there's a shot. I guess you promote Cornell Powell to the active roster for this game. Or like, what do you do? Like, yeah, no, Noah, Noah, Noah Gray is gonna be tied in one. It's gonna be, it's gonna be an interesting situation if the the guys who have COVID end up not being able to come back. I'm just glad. I'm just glad this came before the postseason. That's all I'll say. Yeah, no, I, it's the better time to get struck with it. So yeah, all right. Next up is Broncos Raiders. Uh, Broncos minus two and a half, I believe. <laughs> And this game is in Las should Vegas. be in Vegas. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna take the Raiders just because I don't know who's starting for Denver. Uh, oh, they said it's very unlikely Teddy Bridgewater starts. Okay, then yeah, I'm definitely taking the Raiders. Uh, Locke just again had an opportunity last week to kind of earn a spot, earn you know maybe show some things, and he just was unable to really do it. So I like the Raiders to win this one. Give me. Give me the Raiders. I don't think Drew Locke can pull it off. I never thought I would say that in my life. I also no, that's, said that's, that just because I know if I would have picked the Broncos, you would have said, I knew you were going to pick the Broncos. That's growth, Josh. That's growth. You're finally Am I correct, able- though? If I would have said Broncos, you would have said because Drew Locke's starting. Probably, yeah. Yeah, all right. But at least I could see the Broncos winning this game. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, no, because Drew Locke's starting. You're saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Cowboys football team. Sorry, football team Cowboys. Cowboys minus ten and a half. Uh, big ass number. But Washington plays tonight, so like, yeah, probably terrible I think this COVID is situation. Sunday night right? football, which is ass. Uh, yeah, Dallas should blow them out of the water. Yeah, this is Sunday night football. Dallas should blow them out of the water. Although Dallas really hasn't played their best football. You know, they beat the Washington football team. They didn't play very well in that game. Then they beat the Giants. They really didn't play that spectacular in that game. So we'll see. Yeah, give me Cowboys. This isn't even going to be a good game. Dolphins, Saints. Saints minus three. Saints coming in with a good win against the Bucks. Dolphins won seven in a row. Six in a row. Yeah. Seven. Six. Six. The the winner of this game uh, just stays alive. The loser's dead. I mean, that's yeah. kind of at least a little fun. Uh, oh, God. This, this, is tough. Is, this isn't even a good Monday Night Football game, though. Like, no, but it's got it, a lot it of implications, just, I guess. Yeah. Like, like, I'm going to root for the Saints to win this game just in, so that they might be able to match up with Tampa again in the playoffs. Uh, so I do think, I guess I'll pick the Saints to win a close home game. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins win because Tua's actually, and I know he gets a lot of hate, Tua's been playing pretty good football. Yeah, I'm going Dolphins. I don't think the Saints can pull this off. Uh, I mean, Taysom Hill is not a great quarterback. He's a decent quarterback. No. So, But yeah, give me the Dolphins. Now, will there be a pass thrown more than 20 yards in the air during this game? That yeah. that will be interesting because these are like the two checkdown merchants of the world. All right. We're going to go into Hall of Fame voting. Jackson and I mm-hmm. will we'll go down the list of the 30 elected uh, players. We'll just simply say if we think they're in or not. I don't care about the 10 people thing. And then, yeah. We'll end it with well, race no, for the 10th seed. Uh, and... We've got to leave it at 10. You can only let 10 people in, Josh. Uh, we're really going to do that? Well, I thought so. I'm not even going to let 10 in, so. Okay, well, I'll just do the Whatever. 10 people I know. Okay, that. that's fair. 
So you can go down the list. All right, Kurt Schilling, is he in or out? In. I know he's a dick off the field, but he's in. To be honest, if I had a if I had a ballot, I could care less. Um, sure, why not? In Barry Bonds, hundred percent in. It's his Barry last does, chance. And he, he does deserve in. to be in. I will. I will that. never pay attention to them again if he doesn't get in. I promise you that. All right, Roger Clemens. Yes, I'm saying out. Really? Why? I don't know. A lot of this too is like I don't know, like. It's kind of hard, and this is kind of weird, but it's like um, you're more inclined to vote for a guy like Bonds who's on his last chance than a guy who would be on his like first or second ballot. Yeah. I don't know. I th- I think Clemens is good enough to be in there. Scott Rowland. A lot of people like him to be in. I'm going to say out. Sure, out. Omar, Josh doesn't know who he is. Omar Vizquel. Out. Not, I wouldn't vote for him out. on this ballot. Billy Wagner. Nope. Out. Todd Helton. In. No. Gary what? Sheffield. No Todd Helton? Nah. Why not? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, No Gary Sheffield. Or however you say his name. Andrew Jones. Nah. He was solid, but not a Hall of Famer. You know what? Screw it. And... You were just doing that because he played during your lifetime. Like, that's basically the only reason you're saying yes to that guy. <laughs> you're catching you, on. You got you're to, really catching on. You got to watch him play, and that's like, oh, shit, I'll vote for that guy. I know his name. Jeff Kent. No. Don't even know who the hell that guy is. So take the hell you want. Manny Ramirez. I vaguely remember. Yes, yes, 100%, yes. No. Why not, Josh? He's Are you a, just fucking with me? He's a He's like a 10th-year kind of ballot kind of guy. Manny Ramirez got, was cold. He only got 28% of the votes last year, and it's a six year. Manny Ramirez is good. Sammy Sosa, Botox man himself. I'm saying no to Sammy Sosa. Yeah, I'm saying no, but not because he took steroids. I'll say that. Andy Petty. Andy Pettit? Yeah. That guy was really fucking good. I just think, I don't think yet. I think he'll get in eventually, just not yet. Oh, why not now? I told you because the like there's some guys that need to get in. They're on their last chances, and he's not. Mark so. Buehler, don't know. Mark Bu- Mark Buellery? Uh Buellery. I don't think yet. Again, not a guy yet. He was really good. I just don't think he's a Hall of Famer yet. It's the second year on the ballot. I don't even know who that dude is. What? I swear to God. Josh, how do you not know who Mark Buellery is? He was like fucking insane. He's even for a from St. Charles. That dude, I'm pretty sure, retired not too long ago. Yeah, he played he in retired. 2015. Yeah, no, it doesn't ring a bell. He played on the, on the Blue Jays team as well. Doesn't ring a bell. We beat them. Torrey Hunter. Not, not, no. No. <laughs> this dude did play during my lifetime, and I remember it, and he's still no. Bobby Abreu. No. No. Tim Hudson. No, fuck no. Why not Tim? Because Tim Hudson was not that fucking good. I Wasn't he the guy who started game seven here for the uh, Giants? I'm pretty sure that was him. And it was him versus Jeremy Guthrie in yep. game seven. It was Tim Hudson, yep. Yeah, All right. 100% no. Now this is where my bout becomes fun. Alex Rodriguez. Okay. 100% yes. And I, I say not yet. 
Okay. I I don't, I don't know. I I want him to be in, but not nah, screw it. And I don't know how many people I have, so. Yeah, I don't either at this point. I'm just saying in or out. I said I Which is why I did it. I was going to say, like, there's yeah. no way in hell I can count to 10. Yeah, that's fair. I, I can count to 10. But David Ortiz. Yeah, I know a lot of boomer baseball guys don't think he should be in. I think David Ortiz is a lock. If you don't think David Ortiz can is, should be in, then you're one of the reasons I hate the Baseball Writers of America Association. Yeah. Mark Teixeira. No, no, I'd say no on this one. I say not yet. Jimmy Rollins, man, what a good guy. He was fun to watch. I, I would say yes to Jimmy Rollins. I thought he was vastly underrated. I okay, Jimmy well, if you think he's underrated, then I don't know if he's going to get in. <laughs> what do you mean? If you think a player's underrated, then that means you're one of the few people that saw him that were underrated. Which well, means... he's obviously not like underrated, underrated because he's on this ballot. But well, yeah, but like I. I just think that like he doesn't get enough respect as like one of the better shortstops to ever play. He really was. Fair. Uh, sure. Carl Crawf- Carl Crawford. Nope. I don't think he should ever get in. Nope. Jake P. Peavy. Nope. Again, one of those giants in 2014. I just don't think he deserves to get in either. No. Justin Morneau. He's no, not quite. He's better than some of the other guys, but yeah. no. I agree. Prince Fielder. This one is really tough. This I one, say, like, I say five years is what it's going to take him. This guy was an obvious Hall of Famer if he played a, like a regular career, like he could if he didn't have to retire so soon. I agree, not yet. But my God, was that guy just an absolute stud when he played? Yeah, he was. Joe Nathan of Nathan's Hot Dogs. Joe Nathan. Was this the dude that was on the Rangers one time? Yeah. For a long time, he was their closer. Yeah. He he's really good. I'd like to see him get in one day, but I don't think yet. That'd be my take on it. Yeah, I have no clue. I'll yeah. I'll say this: in the next next year's ballot with the first years, I'll be able to like start saying, "Oh yeah, 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 him, 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 him." Like I'm starting yeah. to get to that age where it's like, "All right, the, I know who's on the ballot." Yeah, which makes me feel old. Tim Lincecum. No. I'd say no to that. He was really good. Do but you not think that he good. does get in eventually? If he does, I think it's like seventh to tenth year. Like it'll be towards. I would the agree end. with that. I think it's. I think it's going to take a lot for him to get in. <laughs> my I mean, favorite. He wasn't, best, yeah, he wasn't even the best pitcher on his own team. My Maybe favorite, not even the second best. My favorite fighter of the MLB, Jonathan Papelbon. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's not getting in. <laughs> If Joe Nathan can't get in, then he's not getting in. Joe Nathan was way better than Jonathan Papelbon. AJ so, Przinsky. I like AJ Przinsky, but I don't think he's a Hall of Fame player, unfortunately. I Although agree he's with a really, that. he's a good commentator. I like listening to him. Uh, but yeah, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I, I would agree with that. Um, Especially a catcher. Catcher's hard to make the Hall of Fame. Ryan Howard. What a good guy. I would say yes, actually, to Ryan Howard. First year, Ryan Howard. Yeah, and I it may have something to do with that. He made a nice office appearance one time, but no, I think Ryan yeah, Howard's what? a hell of a player. He was on The Office. Oh. But I, I think, uh, no, I actually think Ryan Howard, maybe not get, fine. If you don't want to let him in this year, that's fine, but he deserves to be in at some point. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Not this year. So there's our ballots. 
are. I over feel stronger about Jimmy Rollins. Though. I will say over this: Philly. I do want to make our own ballot where we let Twitter decide who's in, like we talked about last year. Because especially if Barry Bonds doesn't get in, I will say this: if we ever make a Hall of Fame, Barry Bonds will be the inaugural member of the Hall of Fame on Twitter. If if Barry Bonds is not in your Hall of Fame, then does anybody else in that Hall of Fame even matter? Like that's like that is the equivalent to not putting like Walter Payton in the Hall of Fame or like. Joe Montana or Jerry Rice. Like, that is the equivalent of doing that. Like, hell no. Like, it is, you have to have Barry Bonds in your Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's look at 2023 uh, first years. I want to look at that. Okay. I just want to see who's going to be first years kind of people. Uh, potential would be we could see people like. Hudson Street, uh, Mike Napoli, Carlos Beltran, uh, Matt Cain, R.A. Dickey. Matt Cain was good. Um, Jason Worth. When's Omar Fonte getting on the ballot is my question. <laughs> hey, 2024, Bartolo Colon. That's, I feel like he has to be in one, for, for me. That's where we have to go hard on that. God, 2024, you're going to have some really good first-year guys. I'm looking at it right now. Adrian Gonzalez, Matt Holliday, Joe Maurer, Jose Reyes, James Shields, Chase Utley, David Wright. God, Lee. Yeah, right. You're going to have some really good ones. But that's neither here nor there. We got we got 10 seconds to kill because you know what you know what time it is, Jackson? Oh, I think we all know what time it is. Let's get ready to rumble. It's race for the Tennessee. Da-da. It's the race for the Tennessee. America's favorite show. Your favorite segment is here. I'm jumping up and down. I don't know if you can hear the music right now, but... Not very clearly, but that's all right. It's right for the Tennessee. It's a Space it's Jam. It's a Space Jam theme. Y'all ready for this? Going to the Space Jam. Oh, it's, y'all ready for this? Bum, 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 Coming in at number 13. It is the OKC Thunder. At 10 Josh Diddy on TikTok. 10 and 19. Coming in at the 12th seed. I don't know how he's still the head coach. It is your Greg Popovich San Antonio Spurs. He's old. He is old. Coming in at number 11. Uh, they are 13 and 19. They don't have De'Aaron Fox. They don't have Davion Mitchell. But you know who they have? Tyrese Halliburton. It's just Sacramento Kings. Coming in at the 10th seed. It is the Damian Lillard's little bitch. Trailer Blazers. Coming in at number 9. Trail. It is the... Mavericks. And it's not the Kansas City Mavericks. It's Luka Dodgers and the Dallas Mavericks. A unicorn Porzingis Mavericks. Hey, sticks that horn up your ass. Coming in at number eight. It is the I like Popeyes. Not, that's not racist. That is not racist. He said he likes Popeyes. Anthony Edwards, Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes. Coming in at number seven. It is the Lamicky, 
LeBron James, Los Angeles, Lakers, La China. Coming in at number six, if Alfie was here, I would say it's America's most hated team. Because it's definitely primetime Kansas City's most hated team. Because who doesn't hate the Los Angeles Clippers? Yeah, even even John hates the Clippers. So, so all right. And he's a fan. There's race for the 10 seed. Uh, race for the 10 seed as of uh, what's today. We're heading into Christmas. 12-21. The Kings to the 11 seed. Uh, they're close. Seeing again, I'm healthy. Luke Walton. Was this our first race for the 10 with Luke Walton fired? Or was no. it like, okay, we already did one. I say that would have had to have been a celebration, uh, but yeah, there's your race for the ten seed. I know it's America's favorite segment. They they eagerly wait for it every week. I mean, who doesn't? And the Buccaneers are signing Le'Veon Bell as of right now. God damn it! Yeah. Do you know he wants Lovely. to fight Jake Paul? That's my D four of the week. Is Tyron Woodley? Man got knocked the hell out. Yeah, dude got knocked the piss out. Is I think what you meant to say. Because that was a pissing of beatdown on Teron Woodley. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. That's not staged. Everyone that's trying to say it's staged is just a loser. That was oh, yeah. 100% that's real. That's not staged. You don't get knocked out like staged. No one agrees to get knocked out and fall like that. And even if you did pretend to get knocked out, it's human instinct to put your hands in front of you and to brace your fall. And he just fell straight down. Like that dude got knocked out cold. That was very entertaining, and that bitch that I, I actually called this guy a D four of the week back then. Uh, what's his name? Tyson Fury for for bitching out of the fight. What the hell? It's Jake Paul. You can't leave that fight like unless you are like literally dying from something. You better be in that ring. And that dude was a bitch, and he wasn't there. So uh, he was my D four of the week a few weeks ago, and I, you know, I have more respect for Teron, even though he got knocked out. At least he took the fight. Yep. All right, that'll be it for primetime Kansas City. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Hopefully, the Chiefs will have beaten the Steelers and continue the one seed in the AFC. We would hope. We would we'll very much hope so. We'll see you guys on the next episode. This episode Peace. was presented by John's unnamed business. Use Prime <laughs> KC. <laughs> Use code Use code, Prime Use code Primetime KC as, uh, to get a discount if you see John. 20% right, off. See you guys. Yeah, 20% off. See you guys next time.